the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaitlin, CEO of the Patriot Training Group. And welcome to Tuesday. I know it's got to be retrained. Uh, we were off Friday. We were off Monday. It is Tuesday, December 27th. I hope you all had the best Christmas holiday you, you possibly could have. Uh, hopefully you weren't flying Southwest Airlines because uh, if that's the case, uh, you're still not home yet. Uh, a lot, a lot of things going on. So first, let me just say this. Uh, the terrestrial radio at 1360, uh, we are down right now. Uh, the winter storm uh, that hit Colorado Thursday took power out. Uh, we got a bunch of other issues going on. Uh, we got our engineers at the transmitter site as we speak. We're hoping to uh, be up with at least par- partial power. Uh, but you can always go to the stream. One of the great things that we've done, we've got that stream at 1360KHNC.com that is always running. Well, most of the time, anyway, as long as the power's on. Uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you can flip over there, but we are working on it. Uh, Dominic has said, you know what, these two guys are idiots. Joe and Jason don't know how to do anything. He has taken over last week, so it was last Thursday. It was our second YouTube performance with the video. I forgot to hit the record button. And then we decided to take the first hour of the half-empty cup that Jason and I do after Patriot, put that up there, Jason forgot to unmute his mic on the first segment, so Dominic's like, that's it. I'm taking all this over. Uh, so hopefully, listen, it's new to us. Uh, we'll get it. We'll get it. But we did, we gave away some silver last week. Uh, the, the, the contest was guess what Jason's smoothie was. And we actually had two people that got it right now. We said the first person that guesses gets it. You know what? We're... We, it's Christmas time. Both of you are going to win. Frank Kissel and Mr. Kongable, you guys are the winner. Uh, we're going to reach out to you through YouTube, uh, and, and we'll get your address and all that stuff. Uh, and, and, Jason, we gave away a couple of uh, free Silver Eagles. Yeah, I talked to Dominic briefly. It was either Friday or Saturday. I can't remember. I think it was Friday. And, uh and we had, uh, I think Kissel was the first one, <laughs> to, and he nailed it. He said, uh, wild blueberries. You know, that's exactly what's, what's the, the main part of that smoothie is that uh, Brooke makes me every morning. And, uh, uh, and then I didn't hear about the second winner, but I told him, like, hey, if, if anybody else chimes in, you know, because we give some people some time to, to, to do the new YouTube thing, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll give away some more silver. So I guess two people. And I, he said there was 10 people on, on Thursday that actually chimed in, and only one, Kissel was the only one, to say wild blueberries, so you know, a lot of people had different ideas of what I was drinking, Joe. Well, well, we'll do a lot of fun stuff with with that as we as we move forward. And man, I'll tell you what—I uh, don't know what's happened with Southwest Airlines. 
80% of their flights canceled today. Uh, everybody else seems to be fine. My mom's flying out. Uh, my mom was here. My, my son, they made it here just fine. Uh, she's actually flying out today uh, on a different airline. No problems there. The uh, uh, Brittany had a tough time getting home uh, with, with her granddaughter. She ended up saying, you know what, that's it. I'm done with this. Rented a car and drove back here, uh, and probably a good thing she did, Jason. I, I'm hearing that people that are flying southwest, if you're on those canceled flights, you may be there to the end of the week. Oh, no. <laughs> right? Well, yeah, I, uh, I, all I know is the weather finally got better here. We Before the snow came in, we had two weeks of really bad cold weather, so it's actually warming up here. I, I mean, it's 32 degrees. We're at freezing at uh, at 9 in the morning, so it's it's – this is a much better day for having the, the, this week. So I'm, I'm kind of baffled that everybody else is just frozen shut and they can't get home because our weather just got better. Yeah, and uh, it really kind of interesting. It was in the 70s here for it was a stellar Christmas here in the Valley of the Sun. Uh, but but it, it's it's one of those things where. Uh, I don't know how these airlines operate and why one of them had all these problems and, and the rest didn't. But uh, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, I know that like Buffalo, New York, they're, they're the snow king capital of the world. Uh, when they're saying it's too much snow, it was a lot of snow out there. Uh, so I hope, you you know, whatever happened, I hope you had a, a, a great holiday. Jason and I got a lot of great things planned uh, for 2023, as uh, all of the uh, craziness that's playing out, we've got gold up 30 right now, uh, silver's up 35 cents, uh, the Dow is, is mixed, we're, we're waiting for this, this Santa rally uh, hasn't materialized right now, uh, the Dow is up about 80 points, but the S&P and NASDAQ uh, are, are both lower as uh, we had some trade data come in today. Not a ton of data, but we had some trade data come in today, Jason. Uh, imports way down, uh, just kind of signifying that the, that consumer demand is really slowing down. And, and they're saying that everyone's spending their money on services. You know, I was talking to my mom, and my mom uh, lives in Syracuse. And she was talking about, she's on one of those utility plans, you know, that, that they offer. Uh, a lot of states offer the, these utility plans for senior citizens. And she was saying that her, her, her for power, uh, a big jump in the monthly payment. And uh, she was talking about how everybody was, was, it was so freezing cold there that the thermostats are going up and everybody, that's what everyone's talking about in, in upstate New York is how big is the power bill going to be uh, over the Christmas holiday. I got the first uh, electric bill over $200 uh, just showed up in my mailbox. You know, I've, I don't even use it for heat, Joe. So uh, there you go. It's going up. <laughs> there you go. Buckle up. It's going to be a wild ride. Jason and I, we're coming right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and as the that bullish sediment in gold and silver continue, you know something uh, that we've got to pay attention to: uh, China reopening. You know, I saw all through uh, the the holiday break. You know, I, I was trying my best to, to 
decompressed. Listen, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna listen to a lot of news. I'm not gonna watch any news. I'm gonna try to stay off uh, the computer as much as possible. But it's something I like to do. I've got a passion for it, so I, I'm always checking it out. And you saw all these articles, oh, you know, very similar to what they did here. You know, all oh, the 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 morgues are backing up and dead bodies everywhere. The hospitals are jam packed and talking about about China. And then this morning, uh, China's like, I don't know what they're talking about. By the way, we're getting rid of all the COVID restrictions, including uh, China, one of the few places you still had to be vaxxed and, and boosted uh, to, to fly into China. They took all that away today. And, and this is a big deal. We, we really have been lucky when we talk. You know, we're talking about how expensive energy is going to be. We've really been lucky. Uh, because of the fact that China has really been in some form of a lockdown during this whole Russia-Ukraine, that whole, you know, the, the made-up war, as I like to call it. Um, and Jason, China reopening, that could be as many as two or three million more barrels of crude oil a day being consumed. Uh, it's going to be really interesting. A lot of people, I, I don't know, uh, but... Already today, people are talking about oil uh, back above $100 a barrel. Could be as high as, you know, we're back to what we were talking about the last time. Hey, $120, $130, $140 a barrel. Uh, but one of these other factors we've got to keep our eye on because it looks very clear that at best the economy is slowing. Uh, most of us are like, okay, how big is the recession going to be? And, hey, the Fed is going to really step off the accelerator when it comes to rate hikes. But if China, you know, if it reopens, and China's got their own problems, but if this oil consumption comes roaring back, uh, are we going to be in this situation where, you know, like today, I mean, I saw gas here in Phoenix down below 3.30 a gallon, which, man, it's been a while since it's been that cheap. It's a little cheap around here. We have a little bit of a, a like a gas war going on in my local area. But but yeah, you're right. The the prices have been dropping, and uh, you know the timing. It's always the timing, right, Joe? Why why now? Why now? China opens right right as winter just began, right? It's right as it's getting cold across the, the northern part of the world. Uh, well, you know, it seems seems like uh, once again it's more of a timed uh, recession, a timed event, Joe. Um, you know, I, I, it was interesting. I. Uh, We've been reporting how uh, savings accounts are at all-time lows, or they've been—they're really low right now. They're, people have nothing in savings, and then I watched uh, a guy. He was talking. Look, look—he's looking at new numbers. Like, well, it's—it's it's a little weird because, Joe, we've been seeing people. You, you've been reporting people filling up the restaurants, people going out and doing things. There's still people doing stuff, right? And so it's a little bit of a head scratch. Well, this guy's like, well, look, here's a number that is hard. It's hard to pin this number down. There's not a lot of metrics for it. Checking accounts have been very full up until about the Christmas uh, shopping season, and what he showed was uh, the, uh, the the checking accounts are now going down. Right, but right as Christmas, uh, especially December, late November, December, the checking accounts are now going down. People just haven't been putting in savings, Joe. They just needed it at, at their disposal for for shopping and you know and and, and, and basic needs. And now the checking account levels are, are are finally going down. Those were very high, Joe. I didn't. You know, I don't look at checking account levels, but uh, this guy was like, look, here, it's coming. It's coming because the checking account, the, the savings accounts are down. 
now the checking accounts are going down, Joe. Yeah, it'll be interesting as we start to see some holiday numbers, what it looked like. But you really want a good example is when they, they talk about the flight cancellation at the airports and you see people just everywhere, bodies everywhere. Uh, and, and the answer really is simple. If you can afford it, because the airlines weren't giving you anything. They're not saying, oh, it's weather, not our fault. We're not putting you up somewhere. Uh, if you could afford it, right, you, you got hotel rooms. Uh, and and, right. and the, 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 the funny thing was, Brittany, she was at the, the airport. She got stuck in, in California uh, flying on Southwest. And she was like, yeah, we got out of there. You know, we, 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 I took my granddaughter. We got out. I, I got a rental car, and I drove back to Phoenix. Uh, but she was talking about how many people thousands of them just laying down wherever they could. And, and the answer really is simple is, hey, I, this is all I can afford to do. That's exactly it. There is no other answer, Joe. Why, why would you just lay in a Right, otherwise, a, a right. Yeah, you go spend the $200 or whatever it is to get a hotel room. Or if you if it was close enough, you, you know, rent a car and drive. And Jay said it just couldn't happen. Yeah, that's a very good indication of, of where people's uh, finances are, Joe. And it's, it's you know, just like the fact I just put, we, we've talked about the savings accounts being low for a while now. So then I saw this thing on checking accounts. If you don't have money, you don't have money. And then if you're stuck at an airport, I mean, what what do you do? Unless they, unless they, uh, the hotels are being generous, right, Joe? That's the, you, you got nowhere to go. Yeah, it, it's going to be really interesting. This is going to be, I think we're at this critical point now. What happens over the next, let's say, 45 days. What, what happens between it, between now and, let's say, February 1st, that, that next rate hike? Uh, are, are we going to see a, a pronounced slowdown? Because, you know, let's face it, everybody, especially, you know, Christmas, Christmas is stressful. It really, really is. Uh, but everybody's, you know, and I think a lot of Americans are like, okay, well, yep, I'm running out, but I, I'm going to spend what I've got. And I'm going to worry about it in January, right? I'm going to I'm going to buy the Christmas gifts. I'm going to I'm going to you know I'm going to fly back home, even though I really can't afford it. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to spend what I've got. It's going to be interesting to see how big the slowdown is. And again, remember, jobs. How many layoff announcements are we going to see roll in in January? And, and again, it's not just layoffs. It's going to be no more overtime. It's going to be I got my hours cut, right? All of these things now are going to have huge factors as to what happens going forward. And now, as you say, China reopens, and it's very interesting because this is cheap gas season. Winter time is always when gas is the cheapest. And it isn't, I don't think it's an accident that, that China all of a sudden is reopening now, right? And, and, uh, buying up all of that cheap oil out there, uh, it, it's going to make for an interesting, really, the, the, the I think February and into March, heading into spring, it's going to be very, very interesting how this economy looks. Yeah, and as you were saying, Joe, the spending that's going on, just trying to get through Christmas, and then like me, I, I got my electric bill uh, yesterday, the, the 26th. <laughs> so, so here, here comes winter, and the higher uh, energy costs uh, are, are going to be more extreme. I mean, 
you think about it, you, you, the average person isn't thinking every single bill and then the timing of the bills. And you just get through that whole Christmas season, Joe, and then you get hit with these energy bills that are higher. I mean, it, I think a lot of people are going to be caught off guard. It, well, you know what's going to be interesting? And here's the problem. So uh, the the um, these energy companies, they kind of know roughly, hey, we need X amount of natural gas for uh, th- this particular week at this time of year, they always order extra. And it doesn't matter, natural gas, heating, oil, whatever it is. Hey, it's Christmas time. We're going to order extra. And they have a contract. They, they agree to pay a certain price. Uh, but then when you throw bad weather, and man, did we have it. And we had it outside of like, I, I want to say outside of like California, Arizona, the whole rest of the country seemed to be uh, freezing cold. And what happened for a lot of these people is, hey, the, the power companies had to go out into the open market and buy more heating oil, buy more natural gas so the power the lights could stay on. And Jason, when that happens, without you knowing it, all of a sudden, your already expensive power bill, you could have been paying double, triple, even some places quadruple the amount, even though your thermostat was set at the same temperature it had been at uh, before it got super cold. A lot of people could be in for a pretty big surprise. In some places, you're almost better, I hate to say it, having the power go out than, than have it not go out and then have to pay the power bill. Yeah, well, I mean, Joe, I mean, when my, my electric bill that came was over $200, I mean, not too many years ago, that was a car payment, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that's that's crazy, right? To, to think that if you, you possibly pay an energy bill that's over $200, you're, you're paying what used to be a car payment. At least you were getting a car for that. I mean, energy, of course, we need the energy, but to have have the energy costs going up, and I... You know, you you reporting China opening up is should be a warning to everybody about how the energy costs are going to be going up very quickly. Yeah, I I, I anticipate uh, that is exactly what's going to happen. I think this uh, this spring already crude oil over eighty today. Uh, we're probably going to see uh, the the bottom here. I guess wherever the bottom is in the next a week or so, uh, that's probably going to be the low gas price and then i think we're going to see uh, a steady increase as we finish you know get into winter and start heading into spring uh, and then what happens after that's going to be really interesting how slow does our economy get we're gonna we're gonna have to have a slowdown i guess at least equivalent to a china reopening and the, the problem is you know, China's such a huge country, uh, they were having two and three hundred million people shut down at a time out over there. I mean, that's the whole size of the United States. So uh, it, it, it's hard to see uh, energy prices or gas prices getting much lower from here. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think China has the same culture as we do in america but i mean i remember 2021 and especially earlier this year when everything was opened up and the coronavirus uh mandates were eased up people went all over the place they wanted to get out and just do stuff joe so you imagine if china the chinese people want to do anything close to that right yeah 
Yeah, exactly. And, and uh, it's going to be, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, I actually think that things are, are going to be pretty difficult here looking at uh, the trade deficit numbers from today and seeing the huge collapse in imports uh, just tells me that the consumer is spending money on on bills. They're spending money on services, right? They're they're going out to the restaurant because the grocery store isn't any cheaper anymore, right? With food prices the way they are, uh, they're 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 out there. They're they're having to get their their heaters fixed, or you know, of course, maybe not their ACs this time of year. Uh, getting ready for the Christmas holidays, the carpets cleaned and all that stuff. But it just seems to be light on stuff, which says to me that the the retail sales numbers are probably going to be on the disappointed side. That'd be my guess. Yeah, Joe, I, I don't know. We'll see. I, I know that uh, kind of like I had talked about a couple of weeks ago. I thought there'd be a lot of heavy shopping up up to the last couple of days. It was it was tons of crazy shopping going on Friday. Right before Christmas, so I I think there was a lot of late late spenders. So if the numbers considered average or okay, I wouldn't be surprised. But we'll just we'll just see, right, Joe? We'll see when they uh, they put those numbers out. Yeah, we'll have to see. I think that's going to be uh, very indicative, uh, and we'll see how many retail layoffs do we see. That's the other thing uh, that we will need to keep a hold of. Uh, are are people having trouble? Are retailers? Uh, having trouble? Are we going to see a lot of store closures? Uh, th- those are the things that we're going to be wanting to look for as we head in. We know tech's been bad. We know housing's been bad. Autos have been bad. Uh, it, if all of a sudden the 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 retail jobs start to go away as well, it, it could be really uh, an interesting setup and an interesting dilemma for the Fed for sure. Well, we'll be watching, right, Joe? We'll be watching. Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Pizza Radio News Hour on this Tuesday. Short week. Uh, remember, we are closed Friday and Monday again for uh, the New Year's holiday. Uh, we're still working on our YouTube video. We got a pro- I don't know what happened to Jason. Uh, he just I think you can hear me. You can hear me, right? You can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can absolutely hear you. Uh, I just can't see you. Uh, it says, no oh. memory card cannot play. So I, I don't know what that means, but I'm sure that uh, Jason will reach out to Dominic and, and we'll get it working again. Uh, but here's a new one, and and again, as we as we watch and as we wait, uh, what's it going to look like? Uh, we know with COVID that the federal government and the state and local governments, uh, especially in these blue states, got a ton of money that they used to plug shortfalls, whether it be uh, in their daily uh, budgets or weekly and monthly yearly budgets uh, and and also in their pension funds, well, it didn't last very long. Chicago, uh, and again, I think Illinois, a hotbed for these problems, faced a new shortfall. They're saying that a delay in property tax receipts, now this is what they're saying, 
And of course, what does that mean, right? Well, people don't have the money to pay their property tax. Pretty simple. Uh, is it any worse than it was? I, I don't know. My guess is maybe a little bit. Uh, but here's what they're saying is it left the pension system without enough money to pay its city retirees. And I, I don't know why, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting that they're, uh, the pension funds are getting money from property tax receipts, you know, and again, uh, usually you think property tax, you think schools, uh, but, but nonetheless, that's what they're saying, that uh, pensions were not going to be able to make the payments. They weren't going to have enough money in the bank. Uh, the Chicago Mayor Lightfoot loaned the pension $512 million. So think about this, half a billion dollars. And that's not even going to get them through the first quarter of 2023. They're saying that that will just be enough to make payments that for the rest of this year and the early part of 2023, it is the largest advance ever to a pension system at a time when markets are headed for their worst annual return. And again, you know, think about what's happening there, right, as these markets continue to struggle. And, and all of a sudden now these pension funds, they took a 20, 30, 40% haircut because I'm sure they were uber aggressive trying to get any returns possible. Uh, they're saying now there's not a lot of wiggle room. Uh, I, I'm not sure what happens next, but could you imagine now? So think about what they're talking about. This is cops, firefighters, laborers, other municipal employees, uh, unfunded liabilities for the four big Chicago pension systems is $33.7 billion, more than twice the size of the city's annual budget, uh, if you can believe that. So this is how big uh, the shortfall is. Uh, when it comes to Chicago, it's more than twice the annual budget. The pensions have enough assets to cover only about 25% of what they owe. I mean, we thought Social Security was bad. At least Social Security, they're like, well, you know, they'll have 75%. Uh, the Chicago pensions will only have 25%. It looks like Jason, he's figured something out, so he, he's he's back in, in action here. They're saying that the average funding rate, so think about this, Chicago, one of the worst, they've only got 25%. And, and when we hit these downturns, this is when things really get ugly. This is when you see uh, a lot of government debt popping out. But they're saying that the average ratio for U.S. states and local pensions is only at about 75%. Uh, unfunded pensions obviously weigh on the city uh, to pay for a bunch of other stuff, but but Jason, you fixed the problem, but all, you know what? We went about two years uh, without hearing about pensions because they took a lot of that COVID money and, and shored, shored up those pension systems. And all of a sudden, 
up right as we got a downturn, right as the markets are, are correcting. Uh, Chicago takes the, needed the largest loan ever uh, just to be able to send people their checks at the end of the month. Yeah, it's, you know, we were talking pensions a bunch in 2019. I remember that uh, we were a talking bunch. about the uh, repo market, and we were talking about pensions all through 2019, and and then COVID came through, and then uh, everyone wasn't worried about the pensions anymore. We were worried about the other boogeyman, right, Joe? So uh, uh, it's funny. It didn't, didn't take long for that money to run out, did it? Oh, man. I, and, man, this is crazy. Uh, in the sh- city of Chicago, 80% of the city's property tax goes to pensions. 80%. And, Jason, they're not even close to being funded. I mean, uh, they, they would have to – it sounds like – they would have to like triple or quadruple the property tax just to have enough money to actually pay. Yeah, yeah, they're supposed to supposed to be tightening, right? So there's there's going to be a lot of extra money floating around out there, and, and I don't know, uh, you know, I know they're they're floating around some new spending packages. Does that have anything to do with this, Joe? I, I, I mean, I, I know that they need more money. It's, that's what it always comes down to: print print more money, right? Yeah, this $1.7 trillion, uh, that that's not going to help in this case. So this would have to be uh, some other measures uh, from, from Congress. We'll see. Uh, this is just the start. Why do I have the feeling that we're, this is going to be another theme that we're going to see uh, emerge in 2023 again as we talk about uh, pensions. We know uh, Illinois has been losing people. California has been losing people. New York, New Jersey. Uh, my guess is, Jason, all those problems come back. It's kind of like the same thing with the banks. They never fixed the problem. They just covered it up. Well, I guess if there's a major recession uh, that, that hits, they could always uh, blame they'll blame the recession, I guess, right, Joe? So they'll blame the, the problem that's been floating around for a couple of years here before our recession because there was no recession in 2019, and the problem was there. But I guess – you know, this could be the recession to end all uh, that will be pointed pointed out for all the problems, right, Joe? They'll just, hey, it's the recession. You know, maybe, maybe we're really setting up for something big here, Joe, and uh, they need to have something, someone to point the finger at, right? I'm just going to say this. It's going to be a really, really, I think a very chaotic year. Make sure you are protected. 800-951-0592. Jason and I are coming right back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. A quick market update here. Gold's up twenty five, eighteen twenty one. That is the December contract. Well, pretty much December's over here. The February contract eighteen thirty. By the way, that contract touched eighteen forty this morning. Remember. When we clear 1840, that 1840, 1850 level, look out. And I think it's going to do it much sooner than a lot of people thought earlier uh, in the month of December. Like early December, uh, I think a lot of us were like, hey, it's going to be March. I think the big move is coming and coming a lot faster than we think. Silver's up 34 cents, 24.10. The Dow is still mixed. Uh, the, the Dow's up 150, the S&P is down a couple of points, three points. The NASDAQ's down 79. This market update brought to you by my friends at Y-Refi. Listen, it's going to be crazy. We we know this. Uh, 
Uh, if you have $50,000 or more to invest and you don't want to be involved in the volatility of the, of the stock market, why would you? You want a high fixed rate of return up to 10 and a quarter percent. And I'm talking month after month. Doesn't matter what happens. Right? Big layoffs, no layoffs, great retail sales, crappy retail sales. The Fed stops raising rates, never stops raising them. It doesn't matter. It's guaranteed no matter what. Check them out. InvestYrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com. 888-YREFI-24. And just let them know that we sent you there. And, and Jason, I, I'm going to tell you right now, in, in hearing about the, the pension problems that are arising again, this is another, you know, when we talk about, you know, the, the pros and the cons, if you're making a list, right, that, that was one that kind of fell off the list, right? And, and now all of a sudden it's back and back in a big way. I mean, Obviously, I would imagine the city of Chicago knew they had a problem a while ago. They just didn't want people to know about it. Yeah, I don't think the problem went away. It just got a Band-Aid, I guess, right, Joe? I mean, that, that money just came in, and, uh, and, and the, the blue states, so to speak, really used up that money the most. The red states seemed to use a little less of it, but it's, it was just a Band-Aid. It was just, you know, it was, uh, it's kind of like uh, in, in someone's personal finances – you, you make a certain amount of money, but you're always spending more than you're bringing in because you're just not—it's not—it's not working. Uh, hey, if if, uh, if Uncle gives you ten thousand uh, dollars to help you out for a gift or something, well, at some point you're still spending more than you're earning, and then and you're, you'll be back down to zero again. I think that's what happened with the Corona money. It's just—it's out, Joe. I mean, the, I don't think the yeah. pensions and they didn't, are going to get less. They didn't fix the spending. Yeah, they didn't fix no, the I mean, spending. No, right. I mean, no, let's face I, it, it's a pension. More and more people are retiring. Uh, yep. The spending's getting worse, not better. Yeah, you know, I don't see the pensions getting better. I mean, I, I know some, some old folks died during coronavirus, but I'm, I'm guessing there was just more replacing them uh, being retired, Joe, than, than that were dying off. So uh, I, I guess uh, the, we'll, we're going to see how bad it's going to get, Joe, because I don't remember how severe it was in 2019, talking about especially like Chicago. I mean, it was yeah. severe, and then we were reporting different places across the country. We, we had these huge numbers of how, of, of how uh, close to default these pensions are going to be, how they can't pay with the money. And we, we, we've, how many times have we heard it, Joe, before? And then these pensions just go broke, and they just don't pay. And again, you got to remember too: these pensions heavily involved in Wall Street because they got big yep. money. There's a lot of money in them, even though uh, Chicago's pension is only 25 percent funded. That's a lot of money, and and could we see a situation where all of a sudden, right as the market's tanking again, these pensions being forced to sell? Because that's what Chicago was 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 like. Man, we don't want to sell right now, uh, and and without the the mayor loaning them five hundred million dollars, uh, they were going to have a huge sell program going on, and and I could see that. Man, you talk about a, a scary time. Uh, is when you have, you know, uh, multiple pension funds, especially these big cities, these big blue states, if they're all forced to liquidate, you, can, you that's when you see really scary days. I remember watching uh, The Big Short, and uh, the, you, know, the, you have the the original banker that came up with the, these ways to stack these products up, right, and, and then get them, 
He's, I remember he's like, these are AAA rated. He's like, oh, this right. is what the pension fund in uh, Michigan, this is exactly what we want. Remember that, Joe? <laughs> give, give me give me $25 million or something, right? And uh, that didn't work out too good. No, <laughs> AAA rated, no. Joe. So we, we just got uh, first numbers out, MasterCard. Uh, not not great. Uh, they're saying that the estimates were from November 1st to December 24th, about 7.6% higher, excluding autos. Uh, obviously, inflation is about that number. So it does not appear that it's going to be a great uh, retail season. They said apparel was up about 4%. Uh, department stores, so I guess that's like your Macy's and, and, and uh, uh, Dillard's, was only up 1%. And then electronics, down 5.3%. Jewelry was down 5.4%. Uh, so, Jason, uh, it's early, uh, but the first numbers I'm seeing, these are MasterCard numbers, kind of point to, I mean, it, it's not, I don't I, I wouldn't call it a disaster, uh, but not really good. Yes, yeah, so these are, are these defaults? Actually, no, I missed that are, the first part. Th- this is credit card spending from November spending. 1st to Christmas Eve. So, yeah. uh, Apparel up 4.4, department stores up 1%, electronics and jewelry sales both down over 5%. Uh, Not a great start to the holiday uh, reporting season. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason wrapping up this Tuesday. Going to be a short week. Uh, just Wednesday and Thursday. We'll be off Friday and Monday. Uh, right now, twenty dollar gold. Two thousand eighty five dollars. We've had a twenty five dollar jump in gold. Uh, I did not change the price whatsoever. Uh, let's take advantage of it. It's been a a very good last part of the month here for both gold and silver. Uh, kind of just doing what it's supposed to do here. Uh, we, we anticipate a lot more softening in the economy. Uh, we also anticipate more softening from the Fed. Uh, we, we already got them from 75 to 50 basis points. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. I, you know, I think Jason and I both agree we'll get one, a rate hike in, in February. Uh, I still think we'll see one in March. Uh, I, I think it may end there, though, Jason. And I think that, uh, that we're going to have a lot of dollar weakness in 2023. And we're going to have new record high gold prices. And I think silver is going to have... Maybe one of the best years it's had in quite some time. Yeah, that sounds logical. That sounds reasonable. Um, if the CPI numbers come down for January, uh, the January number and the February number for the previous months, they'll rate hike in February, Joe, and I think that's it. <laughs> I, think, I really think that's it, especially if things start moving like we think they're going to start moving. 
Uh, I, I, I don't. I'd say a quarter point in February, and then that's it. They're going to just shut that thing off and sit there and watch for 2023. See, see what see what the 2022 rate hikes actually do because always those those things they do it always takes about a year to really get into the entire market. So. Well, uh, well, 2023 is going to be uh, the answer to what 2022 actually it's was, be right? Yeah, if if you're right, and I'm not there yet, uh, I still think they're going to do 50 basis points in February. If they only do 25, gold prices are going to be much higher, much higher. Uh, either way, uh, you can't, you know, don't be late. Here, here's the thing: whether whether it's February or March, it really doesn't matter. Right, you're, you're talking about six weeks. Even if they try to, to hold on to May, you know, okay, twelve weeks. Uh, I think that the damage, the the tone, the weakening, all of those things are are, are going to be happening. And and I think it's without a doubt better to be a little early than, than to be late, Jason. Because I think we're going to see, and as we talked about these really big moves. I mean, look at what silver's done. Silver's gained 25% in just the last, what, seven, eight weeks? I mean, it went from $18 to $24. I mean, uh, and again, everybody out there will tell you $24 silver, that's way underpriced. Yeah, we're gonna see, we're gonna see some movement for sure. We're gonna see a lot of movement. It's been going up a little bit every year, Joe. It's been starting the year off a little little better each year. The average numbers for gold and silver have gone up a little every year. And I, I think, uh, as we mentioned last week, there's gonna be a big leg up this in in this 2023 year, and and everything's lined up. It seems like they're really timing this big economic bomb to go off this year, doesn't it? This next year, it it, it looks that way. It does look that way. Uh, and again, I think the the numbers out of Mastercard. It's it's early, uh, but those weren't great numbers, especially when we know, hey, inflation's running at seven plus percent, and you're saying sales were only up seven percent. Well, that kind of means they really weren't up at all. And then when you look at the actual retail side of it, right, the, the department stores, the apparel, the electronics, the jewelry, it just didn't happen. Uh, that, to me, says a lot of closures are coming. Patriot Radio News Hour. God bless everybody. Jason and I are coming right back with the Half Empty Cup. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.